I'm sure I have talked about this before, but a while back, I stopped drinking for a quarter, and then ever since then, I've really slowed down. Why, might you ask? Well, it all has to do with my six-year-old daughter, who said innocently enough one day, Daddy, why do you drink more beer than water? Quite frankly, it didn't take me too long at this point to figure out my priorities, because I generally run my priorities through what I call a headstone litmus test. And I'm going to tell you about that process here in a moment. Leaders are not born in a womb. They're forged through heat, pressure, and a whole lot of sweat. The Fireforge Leader Podcast serves the audience through exploring leadership at work, in the community, and with the family, using a practical perspective and real-life experiences from the host, Steve Baumgartner, and his guests in The Forge. Now, it's time to enter The Forge with The Fireforged Leader. What is up, leaders? Welcome to the Fire Forge Leader Podcast. I'm Steve Baumgartner, your host, and I would like to take you on a journey of the forge, where we're going to explore lessons learned on the front lines of leadership. There are so many people in this world that want to talk about leaving a legacy like it's something you can write and achieve. They say things like, what kind of legacy are you leaving? Or what's the legacy that you're leaving behind? What's your legacy going to be? I'm going to be frank here for a minute and tell you something that I believe. I don't think they know what the hell they're talking about. Okay, calm down, everybody. Calm down. Here's the distinction that I really want to make with this one. I think that when people talk about legacy, a lot of times they get it mixed up with vision. So the distinction that I want to make is that a vision is what we write down. We write out where we want to be. We make goals and objectives against that. And we drive to that through our tactics that we employ in our lives. We're continuously looking at it and adjusting as we need through our after action reviews or whatever process you're using. However, our legacy, we live our legacy. So let's look at the definition of legacy for a second. And you're going to see what I mean, I believe. So a legacy is something that a person leaves behind to be remembered by. So let's think about that for a minute. Stop and think about it. When you remember someone, someone who's passed away from this world, what do you think of? Do you think about their money that they left behind? Do you think about their possessions? Of course not. You think about the memories 
that that person left behind. You think about the way that they made you feel. So even if it's someone famous, someone rich, like Robin Williams, do we care about his money or possessions? Hell no. We think about the way that he made us feel, the way he made us laugh. Do you think his three children remember him for the money or the possessions that he had? Of course they didn't. Well, maybe they did. I don't know. But if they did, it was because of a lack of relationship that they had with him. Now, I'm not making any speculations about Robin Williams' personal life. I don't know what it was like. I don't know what his relationships were like. So I'm not going to speculate. But let's get back to this idea of living a legacy. How in the hell do you do that exactly? Well, for me, I line out my priorities and my decisions with a quick headstone litmus test. And really this test is pretty simple. It's very simple. Now I wanna rewind and go back to the example I gave earlier about my daughter. The one where she told me that I drink more beer than water. Let's clear a few things up around that real quick. I don't drink a lot of beer because of all the carbs. My daughter is six years old. And any alcohol that a man drinks, she interprets as beer. Okay, I don't feel the the need to teach her about alcohol. So that's what it is. So the fact of the matter, when it comes down to it, I was actually drinking a gallon of water a day at work. Okay. So it really wasn't true. However, when I would get home from work, I'd pour myself a bourbon and I would have a couple a night. I would slow sip them. I absolutely love the taste of bourbon. But here's the deal, folks. All she saw was the latter portion, the bourbon drinking. So here's how my process works. I take that comment. I simply look at the relationship that I have with the person. I look at the situation and in my head, I write a headstone for myself. Yeah, I get you. It's pretty morbid. But listen, if we don't look at our own death, we can't even begin to consider legacy. So anyways, the picture in my head on this headstone was Steve Baumgartner, devoted and engaged father who drank more beer than water. Guys, I know this process sounds silly. But when someone, a loved one, is working to memorialize things about that person who passed, they do it in one of a couple places. They do it in obituary. They do it at a eulogy. And they do it at their headstone. The reason why I chose headstone is because it's short, right? 
we can make a pretty profound statement. And what people do on a headstone a lot of times is pick like the 10 most impactful words. And this is how they think of that person. That's how they remember this relationship with that person. So when I read that headstone to myself in my head, is that really what I want my daughter to believe about me? If I was to die today, is that what I want my daughter to remember me by? Hell no, it isn't. Everything after the comma is something I don't want her to think about. Now, you can use that for many, many of your priorities, many of your decisions. So I'd like you to give it a try. And I'm going to give you some more examples here. And these are just fictitious. I made them up. Steve was a long-term husband, but loved golf more than his family. Could you imagine if that's the impression that you leave your wife with when you leave this earth? Or how about your employees? Steve paid me very well, and I had good benefits. But every time I made a mistake, he screamed in my face. Or how about a friendship? Steve was a good friend when it was convenient for him. But when I needed something... He was the best hide-and-seek champion in the world. So when you put this litmus test or any other means similar to use, you start living your legacy. After a while, it doesn't even need to be reactive. I find myself, before I make a decision... I run it. I run that decision through this litmus test. You don't always have to wait for it to be reactive. You start to use it whenever you start to make a decision. This is how you live your legacy. Every decision counts. Every interaction matters. Leave something for your loved ones to remember you by. Now, leaders, you have come here once again to listen to this message, but listening is not enough. What are you going to apply this week, this month, and this year? What are you going to apply that helps you become a better leader, a leader in your home, a leader at work, and a leader out in your community? What are you going to apply that ultimately makes you that person that other people want to follow? So grow in your leadership skills and do it for your family, do it for your community, and the ones you lead at work. But most of all, do it for yourself. Lead with intent, my friends. Now, if you appreciate what you learned here today, what you heard here today, I invite you to leave a rating and review 
And that really helps us climb up in the ratings. When we climb up in the ratings, what happens is that we get to more listeners. And I also want you to hit that subscribe button so that you don't miss out on a single episode. And last but not least, continue to join us here in the Forge as we bring you lessons learned on the front lines of leadership. When the new year breaks, we're going to have more series. We're going to have more impactful guests. We'll see you then. You have just experienced the heat and pressure of the forge. Remember, words without action are meaningless. Now, after the heat of the forge, shape your thoughts, quench your brain, then put your new tools to use, adding to your leadership. Tune in next week for more lessons from the forge.